Life's soundtrack can feel a bit like... But you can still change the station. With Delta Airlines, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Welcome back, everybody. And today we have an episode about growing and doing business in Australia. And it's actually going to be our first in a series of two episodes about doing business in Australia. And Andy, you were just able to travel out there and and record all these great interviews for us, too. Yeah, I was out there for United Franchise Group Expo. Uh, We had a great time. Uh, The Australian uh, contingency of Sinorama, fully promoted, trans world. And of course, the UFG staff, very hospitable people over there. Lots of fun. Uh, and it, it is a beautiful, beautiful country. Yeah. Well, I know you've you picked up lots of great interviews while you were there too. I mean, Ron was Ray Titus, who's the CEO of United Franchise Group. We've had Ray on the show before. He's always great to talk to. Um, but I mean, he had some great takeaways about doing business in Australia. And I know he talked a lot about why they entered Australia is because it's such a big market, right? It's a huge market. It's 25 million people population. It's the sixth largest country as far as landmass goes. There's a lot of extra land there in Australia. I mean, populations obviously hovered around uh, the Southeast side uh, in Sydney and Melbourne and Gold Coast and all those areas. And then of course, on the West side in Perth, and uh, but it's a great company, to, a great country to do business. Ray Titus, uh, great story that he was approached by someone to go to Australia. He went to Australia and he says, "Wait a second, why am I giving this away?" And they've been very successful over the years, and he'll tell you why. And yeah, you know, great. Uh, we did the uh, episode six thirty in the morning on the way to the airport after a great expo. So uh, Ray's in rare form. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also had the opportunity to talk to a couple Australian business owners that have been able to expand and some of them through mergers and acquisitions um, in the, some of them mostly in the graphic and sign arena, but through Australia, New Zealand, I think one, one's trading on the Japanese stock exchange now, right? Yes. Yes. That was, uh, I believe that was Spicer's and uh, Wayne Hood uh, was my interview. Great guy been with the company for a while and uh he he tells the story of how they've grown and what they're what form they're in i also interviewed mark canavan uh from graphic art mart and uh again uh another business that's grown into the and it it seems like everybody kind of once they grow into australia they're looking at new zealand as kind of like the whole area and they grow and they have different regional kind of things in australia and they talk about that and then gary malcolm of jb Ware. Uh, he's in Victoria and, uh, again, another company that's grown extremely well and it's, it's great stories and it, it really kind of hits on, you know, the really dynamic marketplace there. Uh, very, uh, I don't, I hate to say it's very much like America cause it's not, 
Uh, but, you know, if you're going to expand your business anywhere in the world from America, this is a great podcast to listen to. And, do you, you know, Australia, very safe country, uh, monetarily, very similar to ours. Australian dollars, uh, it's about 70 cents, I think, right now, um, uh, 75 cents. And then um, it also has very similar kind of laws. Labor laws are a little bit stricter, so uh, some, some uh, which we'll talk about in the next podcast. But, uh, you know, it's a great place to do business. Yeah, I, I mean, I think like we've talked about before on the podcast that we are in a global economy now. And, and if you're thinking about expanding your business, you should think about expanding globally. While Australia is a completely different country than the U.S. and there's lots of differences, um, there is good things about that being your first expense, expansion globally. I mean, it's, um, it's culturally very similar, you know, English speaking language. So if you're going from the U S to another country, it's a, it's a very good first step into the global marketplace. And hopefully today, this podcast gives you a little bit of understanding of why you would go into a market like Australia, what you should be aware of, and, and also some examples of how some other companies have expanded in that marketplace. Yeah. I mean, just someone going out on the Japanese market, very uh, kind of Asian centric, right? So they're doing a lot of business with China. A lot of goods come in from China. There's not a lot of things that are kind of made in Australia. There's a lot of uh, minerals and natural resources that they're exporting to China. And then they come back as 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 goods. Um, and and like you said, the, the only downside of doing business in Australia is it's a long way away. It's a long way from everything. I have some friends in Australia and they're like, yeah, you have to get on a plane to go anywhere really. And, you know, I, I, I think that's the downside, but it is a beautiful country. Um, it's a great market, um, very, a growing market. So hopefully you take some stuff out of today's podcast. Like I said, this is a part one of two. So our second post podcast will be about buying and selling businesses in Australia, which should be coming up in the next week or so. Yep. Great. So let's get to it. Let's do it. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And I have a very special guest. I have Gary Malcolm from JB's Wear. Uh, they are a larger company here in uh, Australia and New Zealand, he was just telling me. And I'm going to let him do some of the talking and tell you a little bit about JB's Wear. Uh, but again, another uh, interesting business uh, uh, owned by a salesperson, which is uh, has an interesting flair to it. So Gary, welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we're a privately owned business. Um, we we have uh, three warehouses in Australia, one in New Zealand. Uh, our head office is Melbourne, uh, which we have 17,000 square metres of wow. warehousing. Uh, moving into a new one this weekend in uh, Perth, which will be 5,000 square metres, yeah, purpose-built. Okay. Uh, Auckland's 5,000 and our smallest, which is in Brisbane, which is 4,000. So our next project is to uh, make Brisbane a bit larger. Right. And so you're providing all kinds of clothing, importing clothing? Yeah, we do anything from T-shirts to polo shirts to outerwear to workwear to uh, work boots to safety, PPE products, 
Um, right. So yeah, we cover a wide range. And, and, you, and you're selling them to the wholesale trade? We only sell to a reseller base. So we do not do any end user uh, business whatsoever. So BHP or Coca-Cola or any of those could come to us and we won't sell to them. Right. You must be a reseller. So you must be a reseller. Yeah. And obviously, uh, fully promoted is one of the brands that uses you as their supplier for clothing. Yeah. So we've been uh, with fully promoted. Uh, Embroid me br- before br- that, br- right? Br- sure. Embroid me before that. I know that. you're all getting used to yeah. that here, yeah. the new branding here in Australia. So, yeah. so we, uh, we came on board with them, I think, uh, when the first store opened here at North Sydney. So we've been with them probably about 16 years, right. whenever the first store opened. Uh, so, yeah, so we, ca- we came on board from day one as a preferred supplier and been with them ever since. How long has the company been around? Uh, about 23, 24 yeah, years. Nice, long, uh, established business. And uh, you said something interesting, which uh, privately held business, obviously we'll, we love privately held businesses because uh, uh, we love entrepreneurs and uh, it's owned by a salesperson. Why do you say that? Well, the, be- the beauty of being a salesperson is they don't tend to uh, look at how much stock's on the shelf. They they uh, believe in the scenario of you can't sell from an empty shed. So we don't have any stock issues. We, we as, as things get tougher, we tend to lift our stock holdings. So when people want large quantities, we've got it sitting there. Right. So uh, you and are... And counts the numbers. Yeah, sure. And in this, you know, kind of just-in-time kind of uh, world where... People are, and then I just talked about it in my speech, where people are so last minute, they want to order something and they want it right then. Mm. And so they need logistic companies like you to stock things locally. And and especially when you're uh, here in Australia and uh, New Zealand, I mean, where are you importing from mostly? Predominantly China. We have right. our own office in China, so we do all our own quality. We don't own the factories, but we do all our own quality control. They're our employed staff. Right. Um uh, the, uh, we use Bangladesh predominantly for our t-shirting, right? Uh, but but I would say ninety five percent of our product. Yeah. Is so when when you're bringing in product, it's like you can't call them up tomorrow and have it here the next day. No, we got three to four monthly times. Three three to four monthly times. So you have stuff on the water all the time. Yeah, we have a we have a very very good inventory control manager, uh, and he manages what's on our shelf, uh, what's on the water, what's in manufacturing, and then determines what right. you need to, and, and, and you need to work on about 12 months worth of 12 more 12 months worth of, and and so how much you said you had millions and millions and million, 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 millions yeah. of items i mean do you have any idea what the inventory levels are looking up reports yes i do uh, it's probably <laughs> they're, they're the sort of things we probably don't tend to reveal okay, sorry yeah, yeah, but so but yeah that's so the they, part of being the, the, the point the point the point is you have a lot of inventory Stuff, yeah a lot of inventory, and so you're able to service customers uh, very quickly. And in this day and age, you know, uh, it is really important. We see that a lot And opening up uh, uh, industrial space is getting harder and harder to come by because uh, that's what it's not brick and mortar so much anymore. It's people wanting to uh, work with companies like yours to get in, uh, inventory quickly. Yeah. So, and, you know, our, our warehousing is all, all uh, automated. So, right. you know, that people can key their order in online into our system, drop straight into our warehouse, picked, packed and out the door. Amazing. Amazing. So lots of technology. Uh, work the systems and the, and the business will work for you. All right. So uh, uh, if, if somebody wanted to get in touch with JB's Wear here in Australia and uh, order some stuff from you because the, they're a reseller, what's the best way to get in touch? Well, they can contact our head office in Melbourne. Um, and you know, you can do that by, by phoning, uh, yeah. uh, and the customer service team and the accounts team, they will send out a, 
a form for you to fill in. We don't give any pricing, any information out over the phone. Um, no good looking at our website. That's only that right. direct you to us. We don't have any contact details through that. There you go. They we are... need to protect our resellers. Sure. That that's a great. It's a great. Uh, in this day and age where people are just trying to go direct to consumer, uh, it's nice to have a company like you that the resellers can uh, fall back on and be protected by. Yeah. So in, um, to contact us, you won't find JVs listed anywhere. It's um, the company is Tesco TSCO Proprietary Limited. Right. Um, and that's the only way you'll. Okay. Great. Gary, great. Thanks for coming on. Give us a little window into the uh, importing world here in the uh, Australia. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Andy. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Hey, we're back and it is deal of the week. And I am with Tony Hancock from Transworld of Gold. Gold Coast. I'll get it right eventually. And uh, we're going to talk about a deal that he just finished. Uh, he just settled on. So, Tony, tell us, tell yeah, us a little yeah, bit about we, it. Um, uh, a small franchiser. And um, we picked him up uh, nearly nearly 12 months ago. It's been a, been a tough one to go. He had uh, five different franchise um, divisions and uh, had them a national, national program set for them, but only actually started to fill up franchisees on one of them, which is a lawn mowing one. Hmm. Um, he had uh, he had 30 franchisees within it and uh, we ended up getting someone that was interested just in those, those lawns so they didn't value any of the others. So we, we ended up convincing him to hold on to the IP for the others. Uh, we've sold sold the, uh, the lawn franchise and uh, that one settled last week so we're all all done and dusted on that he got a multiple of uh, two times his um his earnings so that, okay. that was that was that was good for that one and um, and we're now sitting on the IP which is a different scenario now we've got a new listing <laughs> sure so uh, the buyer on that one was it a strategic buyer or just an individual that wanted to grow the brand it was an individual a uh, expat uh, picked up the ad in England. Uh, so he was in living in England at the time. Picked up the ad. So the a protracted negotiation while we're um, from different countries. Uh, he flew out, did a quick due diligence, uh, and then flew back to England and came back out about two weeks prior to settlement. And uh, we, we settled everything, got it all done. Well, we're good at that. We're getting we're good at getting uh, buyers from all over the world to buy some of our businesses. Yeah, right? yeah. So good deals for good people. And uh, Tony, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you to sell another business, how best to do that? Uh, go straight through to the uh, Transworld site and uh, locate down to Gold Coast. Or if you uh, want to uh, look us up on LinkedIn, uh, Tony Hancock on uh, LinkedIn and Transworld, uh, you'll pick us up through that way as well. Excellent. Tony, thanks so much. Great deal. Too easy. Thanks, Andy. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And I have a very special guest. I have Mark Canavan from Graphic Art Mart here in Australia. And uh, they are a countrywide company. He'll tell you a little bit more about it uh, now. But they are in the uh, graphic supply business for sign manufacturers. Again, he could tell you a little bit more about it. They were acquired a couple of years ago, so we could talk a little bit about that. It's always, you know, this is about business acquisitions, and uh, but today we are talking about the Australian market, and uh, I think it's a very interesting company. Uh, they have kind of a traditional uh, supply, but they seem to be applying kind of new day customer service, and uh, so... Uh, I'm, I'm wasting my breath just talking about it. Mark, welcome to the show. Give us a little bit of background about Graphic Art Mart and uh, tell us what you do and uh, and 
what your role is in the company. Sure, no problem. Thanks for having me, um, Andy. We uh, so Graphic Art Mart is a is a national supplier to the, the sign and graphics industry. Um, we uh, have been uh, operating in Australia for uh, well over forty five years. Um, family uh, founded business, um, but has experienced a fair bit of growth in the last uh, five five years in particular. So yeah, you were um, talking about that. Yeah, so we we initially were founded in New South Wales, expanded into Queensland, and in the last five years we've added another five sites to uh, uh, to the business. So we have now operations. Uh, two in two in uh, New South Wales, two in Victoria, one in Queensland, one in Perth, and one in Adelaide. So we uh, yeah. we have good uh, good national coverage. Right. Um, very much um, a service oriented business. So uh, so looking to uh, uh, support customers with uh, with really uh, highly skilled technical people, um, both in customer service and in field sales, um, helping them sort of solve problems in uh, in the uh, the science and the graphics uh, industry. So. Um, so we uh, we have a, a broad range of, of products uh, and services that we that we um, provide to the to the market, and um, we obviously uh, are a preferred partner um, with the Signorama Group here in Australia as well. So, um, as I said, we've uh, we've experienced a lot of growth, and I think that's on the back of um, the uh, the broad portfolio that we have. We align with some key brands um, mm. uh, and make sure that uh, our people are really technically competent as well. So. Uh, and I think on the back of that, we've 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 certainly um, seen some um, strong growth in the last uh, in the last five years in particular. Yeah, and it, strong growth in a time where many Australians that I talk to about the current economic activity with the Royal Bank Commission and with the elections, uh, it seemed like not a time for growth. But uh, you know, obviously, you took advantage perhaps of that uh, maybe lull that other people were. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of uh, had their heads in the ground and, and you decided to expand. Yeah, I think that uh, there's no doubt that the market has been tough in the last couple of years in particular, um, but that's really just uh, meant that we've uh, had to be pretty creative with um, our partners and with our customers around new product development, um, new services, and making sure that we can we can bring value to, to customers and make it easy for them. So um, our customers really want to have that support and be able to talk to people that can help them um, solve problems uh, and come up with creative ways to sort of right. to grow their own businesses. So, so we really, really have tried to invest in in people that um, have a great deal of experience and knowledge um, to be able to um, um, to solve those problems for, for our customers. Yeah, and it sounds like you also stock the items that they need as well. It sounds like you have a pretty big inventory. Absolutely, yeah. We, uh, we as I said, we have seven sites, uh, and all of our sites uh, stock pretty much all of the, all of the products that we sell. So, um, so there's a huge amount of uh, of inventory investment in our business. Uh, but we really try and manage that and make sure that we're holding the right products in the right um, locations uh, to support customers. Uh, as I said, we're a national business, so we, we uh, were able to uh, to get uh, product to, to most customers either same day or next day. Uh, and we also have a good um, online uh, ordering uh, system as well, which uh, where customers can uh, can work um, can order on, online and, and have the products uh, dispatched as well. So. Right. And we were talking about the, at this conference the customer experience. So you have a great knowledge base uh, employees that are able to solve problems for them. You have the product ready to rock and you yeah. have and you have the the ability for them to order in an easy, convenient way. Sure. And I think also we uh, we align with uh, with with key brands as well. So um, we um, yeah, we represent major brands in the market. People like to to deal with uh, with uh, tried and tested brands, uh, and we represent them. So it's it's important for our our suppliers to uh, for them to be represented in the in the market um, by a uh, uh, by a strong strong partner that um, acts as a intermediary between the customer and, and the supplier as well. So. 
Yeah, and 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 it was a family business that grew through uh, some funding that you you did a deal with an American company. Yeah, so we uh, we're, we've been a family business uh, for many years, uh, and then just a, a number of years ago, we were acquired by a, a larger um, uh, family a family or group of businesses. Um, uh, Metal Manufacturers is our um, is our um, parent company here in Australia, so a huge amount of um, experience uh, in um, in uh, distribution businesses worldwide. Um, but they've really given us the ability to um, to continue that that growth and expansion, yeah. and let us run our own business. Really, so um, we've sort of we've got the the backing of a, a big organisation, but we still uh, we still uh, uh, have uh, remained um, that's, uh, the, the, the DNA. Well, DNA that sounds like the perfect acquisition partner. That someone gives you the tools to succeed, as far as money to grow from two to, to seven locations. And uh, basically stay out of your hair. So it sounds like they're doing a good job. Pretty much so, yeah. Yeah, so great, great business. Thank you so much for coming on today and uh, talking about it and talking about the Australian marketplace as well. And uh, I really appreciate your support of the expo here at uh, for Sinorama and all the UFG brands. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me, Andy. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we are here with Wayne Hood from Spicer's. Uh, an incredible, again, uh, supply company in the sign industry. They do a lot of different things. Uh, they just went through a big uh, merger and acquisition, which uh, Wayne will talk a little bit about. But Wayne, I, you know, I love talking to uh, businesses uh, and understand uh, their structure uh, for a business that lasted over 100 years, you say? More than 100 years, we've been supplying the graphics industry in Australia and around the world. I, I mean, you know, 100 years ago, they're making signs with chisels. I mean, <laughs> more so in the paper. We were known as a paper merchant. Right. And selling, we had pulp and paper. We had um, forests. We had paper mills wow. in the original days. And that's transitioned through to being a paper uh, merchant now. And um, a, a sign, we've divested or, uh, or diversified rather into sign and display and into architectural spaces. And, and and you cover the whole country, right? We cover. We're, we're a national. We're the we're the largest 3M distributor in Australia for sign and display and architectural and window films. Right. So a business. How does a business last for a hundred years? I mean, it needs to be progressive all the time. We always need to be looking at how do you go to the next level or the next step. We need to watch where the market goes. We're always looking for um, looking for opportunity to help our customers. Not only do us to diversify, but to help them diversify into new areas where they can then look at making different opportunities happen for them. Right. So making your customers help them make money. Right. That's I right. Mean, that's the game. Uh, you know, uh, you help make people successful, and uh, they're going to make you successful. And so, uh, and, and we're talking about customer service here at the uh, expo this week, and. Uh, you were talking about Spicer's customer service is uh, second to none. I mean, you were. We certainly, we, we, we aim to have the best customer service in the country. And, and we do that in a number of ways. We look at one um, is having an on-the-road sales team. We have excellent customer service in the office for anybody that phones into us. And the third way is we have our own transport systems as well. So we, can, we are able to just about get anything anywhere in the country next day service. Um, we also look at how do we take a product to market. So we have a team that actually specializes in talking to major brands or major advertising agencies, talking just about product, not actually selling 
the final object, but right. t- selling the concepts. So when they're looking for signage or, or, or to do something in display, they have an idea of what products can be used where, and they talk to, so just a flow through. We also now take those concepts of talking to the major brands or major advertising agencies, we actually take and will help all our customers do the same presentation to their customers. Right. So it's a consultative sale. I mean, it's not, you're certainly not pushing product or pushing materials. Not all the time. No, we like, we do like the transactional sales. Of course, of course. (laughs) That's where the money is. Right. But for us to grow, we need to help our customers grow. Right. So, and you were talking about that your company was just acquired slash uh, you did a, it was a public company here in Australia. Now it's on the Japanese market. That's right. We we were we were we originally were Paperlinks um, listed as Paperlinks changed to Spices a couple of years ago, and um, as of July, um, KPP, a Japanese publicly listed company, acquired all the shares on the stock exchange, and so we've actually delisted off Australia, but now are part of the KPP um, brand or, or organization, worldwide right. organization. They are 26 countries around the world. Right. Big company and obviously with lots, lots of resources to help you grow. Absolutely. We certainly looking, they're looking to invest into us. So looking at new opportunities to diversify ourselves, also looking for new opportunities to maybe um, do some acquisitions around, not necessarily just for spices, but they're looking at acquisitions around the world. They're looking at, um, and, and, and for us in this market, which for Sinorama or Fast Science. Fully, fully, fully promoted. Is it, is it Fast Science in New Zealand? We have New Zealand as well. So right. there's that, that whole growth sector for that as well. Yeah, so and sure. diversification. Yeah. And uh, so uh, it, it sounds like an incredible business, uh, something that's been around for a long time, and uh, you're doing a great job of uh, continuing to grow it with uh, partners and resources. And a little shout out to my M&A team. Look them up. Uh, they're on the acquisition trail. And uh, you can see uh, in just we're talking about uh, customer service and the way businesses are changing and speed the market. Uh, these type of companies are what's backing that instantaneous, like people wanting products so quickly right it's not just the quickness i think i think customers should be looking at brands as well that are going to give them support that's that's probably more important than just speed to market um we've seen a number of imports come into the into the country where it's an inferior product and there's no back-end support having the brand having it local and being able to go speed to market but then having the confidence that the brand is backing the group. Yeah, so uh, the proverbial you get what you pay for is uh, rings Absolutely. true. And so, uh, you know, we're seeing that that it's not about price. It, it is about making sure that when you buy something, uh, you have the support from the manufacturer mm-hmm. and the distributor that you're going to be able to, that's right. uh, you know, get the right thing to your customers because the customers won't come back, right? That, that's right. You know, in the Sonorama group, we have... As, as the largest 3M distributor, we have a number of um, Sonoramas that have now achieved what we call 3M Select Partnership, right. which means that 3M actually advertised them on their website as their preferred select partners. So, custom, so anybody coming in and looking for products, they will be directed from 3M into those people. Obviously, benefits with working with market leaders like Spicers. 
So Wayne, thank you so much for coming in today. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you for having us at the show. Thank you for your support. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Hey, we're back and it is Listing of the Week. And I'm with Tony Hancock from Transworld of Gold Coast. I don't know why I keep tripping on that, but it's okay. Uh, we are actually here in the Gold Coast uh, and we're enjoying our expo. And uh, Tony has a brand new listing, a franchisee, right? A franchise. Franchisee, that's right, Andy. We picked up a, uh, a hydro clean. So it's an Australian franchise um, brand. That uh, it's they've got a few few visions of going global, but uh, the local franchisee here uh, for the Gold Coast, he's decided that he's uh, he's now looking for a change in life. He got in contact with us. Interestingly enough, he, he was actually managing Hydro Cleans franchisee sales, so he knows how to sell businesses or franchisees franchises. And um, he still chose Transworld. He uh, looked looked through Google and saw some reviews and um, did a bit of a few inquiries himself and gave me a call. So he dropped around to see him. Took a little while to get him across the line um, because he was thinking he could still maybe do it himself. Right. And uh, ended up saying, "No, let's let's." put this to bed and signed the deal last week to go to market with us. Yeah, we always tell people uh, selling your business by yourself is sort of like doing your own heart surgery, right? It's a, it's a little difficult to do. So so uh, tell us a little bit about the business. How much are they asking? Uh, he's only asking uh, 150. Uh, 150 includes vehicle and all equipment. He's actually got double equipment. So for a normal franchise, you'd be coming into it with, uh, one machine. He's got this, so the the benefit is we're able to expand out. Um, a normal a new franchise would be about eighty thousand dollars to buy a new franchise with. Right. And um, and he's got he's got trading net uh, SDE of around about the hundred and fifty. He only wants the hundred and fifty for it. So right. I'm hoping it should wow. be a quick turnaround. One time multiple. Mm. Uh, it sounds like a great business. Obviously a a, a motivated seller and a franchisor. So uh, Tony, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, again, go through the Transworld uh, Australia website and look for Gold Coast uh, as a location and you'll pick up uh, both myself and my business partner, Jim Roddy, uh, or look up either of us on LinkedIn and uh, you'll find us pretty quickly through there as well. Great, great business. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Andy. Hey, we're back and we have our very special guest, Ray Titus, my partner at United Franchise Group. And we are talking about Australia and doing business in Australia. And there's no one better to talk to than Ray. Ray brought his companies uh, to Australia. He's done it over and over again. And uh, it's just great to hear an American success story, working with another country like Australia and doing really well. Ray, welcome. And give us a little background to why you came to Australia. Well, thanks, Andy. Uh, yeah, Australia was a really a different type of story for our company. It wasn't, I would love to sit here and tell you that we planned it out in strategic planning uh, the way we do things today. But back then, uh, it was over 20 years ago, I was at a trade show in Washington, D.C., and a father and son from Australia came to America and wanting to take the Sinorama brand to Australia and offered us a lot of money. And we came down to visit, I came down to visit. And after about three days of being in Australia, Sydney and Melbourne, uh, I decided it was 
too valuable. It was they were not offering us enough. And besides that, I felt very, very comfortable with the people and the business atmosphere. So I started making phone calls back to the states and ask a couple different people if they'd be willing to relocate to Australia. But um, found a regional vice president Howard Greenfield moved for three and a half years to Australia to lead operations down here. And uh, he and I had an agreement that uh, he would move, but I would have to come down once a quarter to help. And for the first 10 years, I came once a quarter. And whether it was at a trade show or um, conferences with the franchise owners, I'm just finishing up my 53rd trip to Australia. So we have a, a saying at United Franchise Group that if you you want to grow, you have to go. And and that's really a commitment right from the CEO or president to everyone in the everybody in the organization has to commit to it. Uh, so we opened up that sign, first Sinorama store, and we've never looked back. Today we have over 200 locations across the country. Uh, we own our own headquarters building in Sydney and have uh, 25 employees. Uh, salespeople, uh, directors, and support, marketing, technology, really every aspect uh, of the organization. And it's, it's done extremely well. Uh, the, 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 only, the only challenge is the flights, uh, you know, the distance. And if you're willing, you know, to get on a plane for 14 and a half hours nonstop from LAX to Sydney, uh, it's well worth it. Uh, Economy is great. The people are great, uh, but you 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 do have to commit. Now our staff is all Aussies. We, I think, at one time we had three or four Americans living down here working with the operation because it was growing so much. But uh, now it's a complete Aussie staff, and um, it's self sufficient and doing great. So obviously you've had success here and it, it was by you coming and committing to the area. So if another company was listening to this and, you know, we have at United Franchise Group and Transworld the ability to help people come to Australia. But if somebody's listening, kind of what are the few pieces of advice other than having to come here and commit uh, that they have to know that's different than America? Well, Andy, I'm, I, I was told that this was a short pod and, and podcast. So, you know, we're if we're going to talk about the difference between Americans and and Aussies, uh, actually, there's not a lot. Uh, they're they're uh, really uh, fun loving people, uh, good, uh, a lot of hard workers. Some of the best business people I know are are the Australians. Um, they, you know, I'm a former New Yorker, as I know you're from that area up that way too, Andy, but we're kind of used to confrontation in where we grew up. And the Australians are not high on, on confrontation. Uh, they, they are, they're not kind of have to peel the onion and, and ask that second and third question when you work with them a lot. Now, I'm not talking about the South Africans that have moved to Australia. They're very aggressive, like New Yorkers. Uh, but the born and raised Aussies, uh, they're very, they're diplomatic. They're much more diplomatic in, in that regard. Um, they, they have a tendency, and over the years, it, we've kind of broken through their, uh, some stereotypes. Like when I first started, they told me that they don't cold call here. And um, 
And I told them that Sinorama, we cold call. We go out door to door in the business community and build our business. And one of the first owners said, you know, we'll do what, what you tell us if it works, but that's culturally, that's different. And, um, you know, those first couple of weeks, it was really funny because they were so surprised how well it worked. Uh, and, uh, we got here and they said, sign writers don't put locations in retail locations. They, they put them in industrial parks and we didn't listen to that. And so if Andy, if I was a company coming to Australia, uh, knowing what I know today, uh, I wouldn't listen uh, to the so-called experts. Um, I, they, we, we engaged with a lot of experts who gave us different pieces of advice, some good, some bad, but don't change your program what works. Uh, I was told that, you know, cold calling didn't work, and it did. I was told you can't put sign shops on main retail uh, locations and they had to be in industrial parks and we did put them in retail locations and it worked as it did in America. So we're very similar in that regard. And, and so don't change what's worked for you in other countries just because you're coming to Australia. Um, yeah, you have to be mindful of the culture and the people and, and what you're doing. Um, but stay the course on the tried and true things that work. That's, that would be my strongest advice. Um, and and I would also say you probably would be better off taking somebody that knows your system and your company and moving them to Australia for a year or two than uh, trying to hire people here and teach them your culture. Uh, that is a over 20-year battle that we've been fighting, and uh, we do very well here. But it's run a little differently because the people are different and the culture is different. And, and that's understandable. So we have great people here. They do a wonderful job, uh, but it's different. It is a little different. Well, I think it's different in any other country if you're going to move in. But you got, you've done a great job of establishing uh, your brands here and you have more brands coming. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you leave off by talking about uh, one or the two brands that you're looking to expand here in Australia. Well, that's exciting, Andy. I mean, you know, we're up to nine brands and 1,600 franchisees in 80 countries worldwide. And we don't just bring every single one of the brands to every single one of the countries we're in. Uh, we're very strategic about that. And certainly here in Australia, where we have our staff and a um, certain amount of resources and space to work with. So we have to pick and choose a little bit. And, and, um, uh, We've done that. We've brought John Smith subs in. And uh, next up is VentureX will be opening up here, our co-working space. We have uh, four deposits for franchises now uh, across the country, and that'll be exciting. And then you can look for um, uh, the, the great Greek and for us to bring Greek food, uh, which have some great Greek food here, but not as good as the great Greek. And that's going to be really exciting bringing that to Australia as well. So from our standpoint, uh, we do it kind of in steps. And when we're ready and we feel that uh, Australia is ready, then we make the move to bring in the next brand. Uh, you know, as I said, we have over 200 franchisees in the country right now. And that, that is continuing to grow and service. And, you know, you know, with Transworld, Andy, uh, we are building and growing a great company with Transworld here in Australia. And they're servicing our other franchisees who want to retire or sell their business. And it works so well together when we get it to 
uh, get them working together and all the brands working together. So uh, Australia continues to be a trip I make um, and uh, each year um, I'm down to one or two trips a year and where my my height it was four trips a year and so like i said earlier if you want to grow somewhere you got to go and so that's what our mantra is so yeah thank you ray the great job and uh, yeah great su success story for here for Transworld. thank you for all your help we really appreciate ufg support and growing Transworld. And uh, it's uh, we're looking forward to m many more trips here to Australia. It's a, it's been a great week, and uh, we're looking to get home, but uh, we're looking to come back. Good day, mate. Good day. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review. If you have questions or suggestions for the show, visit us at tworld slash thedealboard or email us at thedealboard at tworld.com. Life's soundtrack can feel a bit like... But you can still change the station. With Delta Airlines, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.